Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Okay, watching this again makes a lot of sense. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, well, after watching one, when you, when you start with high risk and then you go to City Hunter and you go back to watch high risk again, you you see uh, like some of the stunt works kind of the same. Um, they do a they do a gag similarly that I noticed too. Which one are you thinking of? Uh, when do you want me to bring it up now or should we? Go oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Well, well, yeah, we'll bring it up later when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I want to do this episode? Uh, I mean, we could talk about one and then the other well, right? well yeah i think well it's what's the what was the point of us talking about these two movies so we were so uh originally we we're supposed to talk about just city hunter for its anniversary no we were supposed to talk about started, high risk actually <laughs> i'm sorry sorry yeah we we're supposed to talk about high risk because uh-huh. of its anniversary uh-huh. but then you kept on saying like oh well city hunter has this and this and this connected to it mm-hmm. uh in the background um and then upon watching high risk we realize that there's there's only really one really really good fight scene Mm -hmm. and it's more it's more of like a classic uh hong kong action movie yeah than than a martial arts film like i wouldn't i wouldn't label it as a martial arts film at all actually oh yeah okay well okay you know yeah I'll, i'll be fair uh because it is more of an action movie than i remember it and i really wanted to cover this movie i think i talked about this several times in the past that I, I really want to talk mm. about High Risk because High Risk is one of the first movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, mm. I grew up on this film. Uh, I was five. I had this on VCD, and I saw this all the time as a kid. It was like one of the few VCDs that we had. Um, for those of you don't who don't know what VCD is, it's like that. It's a CD uh, platform that was bridging the gap between uh, VHS and DVD. Uh, it didn't have the quality of DVD. Uh, <laughs> and it was very short-lived right yeah i i made my own vcd oh yeah <laughs> yeah i had it i had a dvd player that could play vcds and then when i looked it up online i would basically rip movies onto vcd and i would just have this big c uh cd bundle that had all my movies on vcd <laughs> Okay, well, I'm I'm very glad that you were able to find a high quality version of this because uh, that like, well, it's been so long since I've seen this, but you know, I have like fond nostalgia for this. So I I guess Mm -hmm. I'm just blinded by that because there's clearly a lot of things we can think about it. Um, But in general, I just have like, you know, I I come off with good feelings after watching this. Um, So what do you think? (laughs) High risk. Uh, So I, I enjoyed it when we watched it but uh, i have to say i forgot almost like everything about <laughs> it's only been like two days man <laughs> what what yeah i know i know like um the things that stood out to me about high risk were that it was it turns into like a diehard ripoff <laughs> basically towards the end of the not not even end like i want to say in the midpoint of the movie of like i think a little earlier than that too yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, well it's, it's it is die hard I, I was listening to bay logan talk about uh well talking the document the commentary for city hunter and we'll explain why we're talking talking about city hunter as well in a little bit too but um 
for City Hunter, he was saying he mentioned high risk, and he said that like high okay. risk because you, know, you really can't talk about one without the other. Uh, he said high risk is like die hard if you took LSD. <laughs> I was like, that's a really good way to describe you know, it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. It 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 feels like a Hong Kong film trying to do mm. die hard. There are there are some things that Hong the Hong Kong filmmakers do so well in terms of their style of action <laughs> compared to how America does it. Because Die Hard is a extremely memorable action oh, hell yeah. with with all the set pieces and all the crazy stuff and even with the explosions and, and weapons and whatnot. And where the filmmakers were lacking in high risk, they do amp it up to a certain extreme later on with a freaking helicopter <laughs> so which which is not in die yeah, hard. The, i'm pretty yeah, positive that, that you don't hard. remember that yeah yeah the, the die hard. in fact this is where they they take it from that the um the helicopters with the two uh johnsons the johnsons the uh the fbi agents they fly up to the top of the nakatomi plaza and they try to blow uh while the terrorists are trying to blow up the roof in fact this movie like literally high risk literally rips a lot of that off no, I know, but like, I mean, we're getting a little bit ahead, but does the helicopter crash inside the no, building? No, but it explodes outside the building. Okay, so that, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is where, um, you know, uh, Wang Jing took liberties and was like, well, I can't do what they did in mm. Die Hard. I'm going to do what I can do right. with this, you know, one-to-one scale replica and just start wrecking shit inside yeah, the building. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it is definitely lower budget, you can, you can tell. But, you know, I... I, I I won't, don't fault them at all for that at all because Wong Jing, uh, a, the director for this movie and City Hunter and The Magic Crystal, uh, another movie that we covered, uh, he's pretty known for doing like, uh, you know, mid-scale kind of movies on a shoestring budget. Uh, you know, I, like this kind of movie kind of shows, right? You can kind of see you know, where, where they, yeah. he had to uh, pull the punches in terms of like what he, he can actually afford on production. But it's... Mm-hmm. It's laughable at times because I, I noticed that like they're just dummy shots, like <laughs> like rat scattered throughout. <laughs> See, I I there is a certain charm to the lack of budget in oh, yeah. these Hong, older Hong Kong mm-hmm. movies, where probably if you saw it at the time, you're like, oh, that's a dummy, you know, oh, that's a that's a yeah. miniature. But the fact that they're shooting it all in camera and there's no CGI, that I guess. To somebody who watches a lot of film, I appreciate that a little more as opposed to like, oh, we'll just add add it all digitally afterwards. I, I like shooting as much as you can in mm-hmm. camera. I, I yeah, yeah, that. it's it's cute in a way. Uh, but you know, I, I was gonna say it, it when you capture uh, a lot of like what Wang Jing does, uh, you know, like you you notice that he uses everything on a shoestring budget. Like I said before. Uh, he'll use miniatures. Uh, he uses a lot of miniatures for uh, to establish uh, these large, these supposed large-scale building explosions. But they're clearly, you know, these tiny little models that he just lights on fire. Um, and you know, it, it's like well, now as a kid, I obviously didn't notice it, and now I do. Um, but you know, it's excusable. But it, it catches you off guard because there's also a lot in this movie that. Um, are done with practical effects that you wouldn't expect from a, a smaller budget movie. So there's just clearly a lot of shootouts. There's they use like they use practical effects when it comes to um, uh, having helicopter uh, like skating across the floor inside the building as it's like cutting up everything. 
um, and like sparkling at the same time. You know, like there's clearly a lot of effort that goes into that too. Uh, I think the best juxtaposition is when there is a car early in the film and Jet Li and another character jump out of it and it crashes outside the building. And obviously that's a miniature. It's just a toy car coming down and you're like, oh, you're laughing at it. <laughs> but in the next shot, you see an actual car landing on another car and it erupts into flame. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, okay, I wasn't expecting that. It's like you, There's clearly a lot of effort that went into that too. Yeah, like they, they cut corners where they had to, obviously, but where they could explode a real car. They, they fucking yeah. did it. And that's why it's, it, it, is, it is funny uh, to kind of laugh at the budget, but I, I still, I will always applaud, uh, you know, the effort and not going the digital route. Obviously, because they couldn't go at, at this time. It's uh, yeah, ninety five. Yeah, I mean, what? To, well, they did use a little CG for City Hunter, which predates this movie by two years. But I mean, CG was like That's in true. its infancy at the time, right? So, uh, and especially with lower budgets, that you don't want to use CG unless you really have to. Unless you think about the CG that was in the Magic Crystal, which is just like hand-painted frames of like a, a, a jade rock coming to life poking poking a little boy in, in the chest <laughs> those are the memorable moments of that movie for me uh all right so what besides a diehard ripoff what is this movie about it's about wong jing apparently getting peeved at working with jackie chan <laughs> so he decided to uh kind of uh, make a Jackie Chan-ish character and just make him very pathetic in this mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I guess you can you can fill in the backstory more there, but based on what I remember watching in City Hunter, I I didn't feel that Jackie Chan was utilizing a lot of doubles. Mm-hmm. You can see where he right. had to in certain mm-hmm. moments, but I'm surprised that uh, Wong Jing would kind of have this attitude towards him uh, based off of that film. I mean, we, we don't know all the oh, behind the course, scenes. So. Of course. Uh, I've like, after doing a lot of rewatching of these two movies, and I've seen, obviously seen High Risk a lot of times as a kid. Um, rewatching again, I, I captured a couple more of the, those like subtle nuances and why I can see why there'd be some sort of issue between uh, the director and Jackie. Uh, and also watching City Hunter, you can kind of see, you know, like where he borrows certain tropes from City Hunter and uses it in uh, in high risk. Uh, you know, so you can kind of see like, you know, like where Wang Jing was having had frustrations from City Hunter is using it again in spite for high risk. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I think a lot of it boils down to just a, a conflict of, you know, interests for, for both of them. I, I know I, I don't know what kind of person Jackie is like when it comes to the filmmaking process, but you know it does seem like he's a bit of a perfectionist. Uh, I mean, like that's not at all a negative thing. You know, he it clearly shows when yeah. it comes to his films, like it, like. And it, it's kind of known on record too that yeah, he's a perfectionist. Uh, that's why a lot of his films come out in such high regard because he wants it to come out a certain way. So he will you know do the numerous amounts of takes in order to get. Uh, that could shot right. and that would conflict with Wong Wong Ching who he does everything on a shoestring budget he does everything qu- as quick as possible and we're going to talk about that for City Hunter um, in terms of like, how he likes to work and why things had to be done the way that they were I could totally understand why there'd be drama there um, but I want to start with high risk first because you are right it is 
lot more sparse on the martial arts than I remember. So I'm kind of sorry about that. I, I thought there was a lot more than this. Because like I, I actually saw this so many times that I thought I had a photographic memory of it. And I kind of did. But I replaced in my head all the gunplay with fighting. Right, right. <laughs> I, I can I can definitely see that uh, happening. Uh, also, when you have Jet Li in the film, oh yeah, Jet Li's in the film. We're, we're this is the first time talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You kind of Jen Jet Li is the star. You kind of assume, okay, this is a martial arts film, and then you realize that yes, Jet Li is the star, but he has one fight, and it's not even the last big fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's very confusing. <laughs> there's there's technically only two martial arts fights in this movie that i would kind of say we can we can touch mm-hmm. upon everything else is mainly action a few a few hints of uh you know small routines of choreography here and there but i would say to boil it down there's mainly just two yeah yeah that those small moments of fighting like hand-to-hand combat are very very few um but there's no other they're not that they're few they're, they're actually scattered throughout the film in small small mm-hmm. bursts so I just memorized, like, I'm, I felt like those moments lasted longer than they actually did. So that's why, like, you know, it, all it is is just Jet, Jet Li disarms a man uh, with a couple punches uh, or, or so. And, I, like, in my head, I just remember, I, I remember them being, like, much longer sequences. So I just, I thought this movie was, like, more martial arts oriented. But, you know, like, after a certain point, uh, I was like, okay, that's fine. I can just appreciate it for the gunplay. It's not any like John Woo like gun extravaganza uh, in terms of the choreography, but uh, you know it is what it is. But there is martial arts later in the film, which you know like we can definitely delve into. Um, if we, I don't know how you feel. Do you actually want to talk about the action as a whole, or like dive into that a little bit just before? Uh, we talk I mean, about we that? can we can we can briefly touch upon it, but um, yeah, like I, I don't think we really need to go deep into scenes because a lot of the scenes are. Uh, large groups of henchmen shoot up a crowd yeah. or or vice versa and it's you know it's kind of fun there's a lot of squibs there's a lot of real uh prop guns yep. shooting blanks so we get the smoke we get the sparks <laughs> and you know we get blood splatter on clothing so i i always love seeing that in my old uh hong kong martial arts films <laughs> instead of cgi well blah. yeah yeah th- those those days are over man <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah I, I get it it's you know it's just a lot cheaper a lot easier to do it now with computers but I, that's why i like going back to these older films i just like seeing it in in, in the camera yeah th- well there's a cheesiness factor to it too right so yeah but i mean a lot of this is completely impractical obviously being an action movie but you know like there's there's something some things that go outside the realm of reality or like uh, no, not reality. Uh, logic. I-, I love that set piece where um, Jet Li and uh, supporting character crash into a building um, while while during a gunfight inside a vehicle, and they not only run everyone over, but they f- careen into a elevator. Well, they don't careen. They they go into an elevator, and <laughs> like everything about that makes no sense. Not only does would an elevator not be able to support that amount of weight mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's a fucking car, but when they arrive at the destination, they're and the elevator is ambushed, you know, like by by gunfire when the doors open. But there's no car there, and then the car comes coming out, out of like a completely different room. It's like, how did they do that? <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> the car comes out of the other elevator, the one that they weren't expecting. It's it's so it's so stupid. It but that's that that's the charm, you know. It's 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 silly, but you you kind of laugh at it. <laughs> I love it, and well, I I, I will want to point out that there's usages of landmines. <laughs> and I actually thought as a kid, that's how landmines worked. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so um, uh, in our opening scene, we have a character who steps on a landmine. Oh, man. What? Wow, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I can't even remember anything from this movie. Still? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, there's something about this film where it, like, I watched it and I enjoyed it, but, like, I can't remember the details mm, for some reason. Yeah, okay. I, I can see that. <laughs> okay, so let me skip ahead to another landmine scene <laughs> that I kind of remember. So somebody steps on a landmine, and in order to get them off, in, in order to kind of prevent it from exploding, uh, the person steps off the landmine and then immediately gently like hits it with a like a bat or mm-hmm. something some wooden object yeah. to fling it away and i'm pretty sure that guy would just have exploded upon stepping off the mine right. i'm not an explosives expert clearly um i don't know if land- do landmines work like that do, do they lob up when you let go of them <laughs> my understanding was if you stepped on it, they immediately explode. Um, right. Once once the weight is taken off, it explodes. Uh huh. I don't I don't understand why <laughs> stepping off of the mine in this movie causes the the mine to spring upwards and then explode. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work like that. I love that. I, I I seriously thought that's how that worked for the longest. Time. Based off of all the Vietnam movies I've watched, I'm pretty positive <laughs> landmines don't work like that. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, the scene that we're thinking of is when uh, Jung Hong Yao, uh, Jackie Leung, Xiong, uh, sorry, uh, who plays the um, the Jackie spoof, um, he steps on one. You know, like, and you know, that's when Jet Li takes a bat and like, smashes it away. So. It explodes uh, in a completely different room. Um, but like the, the one part that made us laugh early on, like you were talking about, is when uh, another, uh, a colleague of Jet Li steps on one. And then when he lets go of the, the, the landmine, he gets replaced by a dummy <laughs> <laughs> in this very glaring shot where you can clearly tell it's a dummy. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It, it, like you said, it, it's like it's like a like an admirable quality to it. I'm. I've mentioned this in previous episodes. I am all for dummies in <laughs> in movies. I, I want more dummies. I want more. You know, bodies getting thrown over cliffs, turning into <laughs> dummies. Like those are just my favorite types of shots. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a there's a cute quality to it, and uh, I can appreciate it for that. Um. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh. I, I guess if you do want to talk about the action, or do you want to actually talk about why this, uh, like the real centerpiece of this movie. Which is Jung Hao Yao, Jackie Chung uh, Chang, who um, who plays the jet the Jackie parody. I feel like that that's actually probably way more interesting than the actual yeah. fighting. Yeah, just right, right. I mean, we can go into the the only fight that I would like to talk about is the last fight. So anything you want to get at, get out of the way before that, mm-hmm. you know, let's let's discuss. Okay. Um, what do you think about the like how extreme uh, Wong Jing portray like. Uh, uh, conveys Jackie out to be because this is clearly trying. This is trying yeah. to be a, an attack the, on him. This this is um it's interesting because it just reeks of bitterness. 
<laughs> maybe something happened during the filming of City Hunter and he was just like, oh, that Jackie, like he thinks he's he thinks he's so great. He thinks he's so good. Well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just paint him in this bad light in my my next film. And yeah, it just it just feels petty it's when, when petty. you see the the characterization of him in this film played by Jackie Chung. Um, he's just yeah, he comes across as so pathetic and and goofy and unlikable, but surprisingly, he has a story. He has a character arc. So he's <laughs> he starts out very yeah pathetic, and so then cowardly. eventually and cowardly, and then he rises to the occasion at the end. So you kind of cheer for him at the end because he actually you know he actually goes through the motions of becoming a better person. Right, right. I mean, there's a lot of qualities that um, that this character has that you know you might. If the if what the tabloids say is true, you know it could equate to Jackie as well. I don't want to go there, but you know to this character, this parody character, is a womanizer. He's cowardly. He doesn't do his own stunts, which is a big, <laughs> which is a big, big uh, accusation to say about Jackie Chan. Because as everyone knows, that guy is known for his stunt work. Um, and it you know it's it's weird because. You can clearly see Jackie Chan doing the majority of his stunts in City Hunter. So, majority. <laughs> that, I think that's yeah, the but, key but, word. Yeah, but, but still, you know, like, yes, you can't do everything. And he's, he's there. we've seen in, in other films where, yes, he can't do certain types of movements. So he gets the stunt double. That, that's fine. Right. But there, in other cases, you can clearly see him fucking jumping on top of buses, jumping through fucking windshields. And you're just like, yes, you know. You, you kind of have to give him that title. I, I feel like he's earned it. Yeah. Well, the, our introduction to this character is when he is well. He's he is drunk. He just had he spent, had like an all night bender, and he was like fucking a bunch of. This is our introduction to the character, and he's supposed to right. uh, do a PR stunt where he's going to jump off a building, but midway through, the, well, like when he his quote unquote he jumps through off the building is actually Jet Li doing it. And when he lands, that's when uh, that's when Jackie, well, Jackie, uh, well, I guess this Jackie uh, comes into fray um, at the last second to claim as if he actually did it. Um, you know, like that. That's our introduction. That's actually who the character is throughout the whole film. He's a fraud, <laughs> and uh, I think that's what Wang Jing wants to uh, accomplish by making this character so like like pretty much like the opposite of what everyone expected Jackie Chan to be like. Um, yeah, but yeah, it it for the majority of the film, he really is just, you know, a coward and, you know, like a charlatan. Uh but at at the end, he does kind of redeem himself and we we could talk about that uh in more detail, which is very surprising uh that we're going to be ending the discussion on that uh because the last fight with Jet Li takes place about 10 to 15 minutes before the final fight, and you would expect mm -hmm. that the final fight would have Jet Li in it. And it should be the best one, right? But it's not. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very surprising. And it's it's unfortunate, too, because, yeah, Jet Li is the headliner of this film. And his his one and only fight is uh, thoroughly disappointing because of the, uh, the post-production work they did on it or the style of filming that they did. So there's, there's many, many uh, instances and, and shots where uh, the footage is sped up and it's so noticeable anytime i see that in in films it just uh, it just it takes me out of it because it, it it looks like a, a cheap trick to make something seem more intense mm. yeah i i agree with you that it does make things seem more intense but 
I didn't mind it, but that's again, that's not my, my, my nostalgia blindness, uh, you know, uh, just letting getting the better of me. Uh, I think that's very uh, typical of early '90s Hong Kong movies. Uh, something about them they they really like to uh, amp up the speed, uh, especially Wong Jing. Like he he was really all about that, and you can kind of see that in like late '80s uh, wuxia kind of movies as well, um, especially like Stephen Chow's movies. I'm, I'm going on a tangent here, but um, yeah, I didn't mind that. Uh, you know, because you can see that a lot in the gunplay. You know, it, it does does make it a lot lot more intense because the way that this fight scene starts isn't with Jet Li in a, a fist fight yet. It's it's him versus a bunch of henchmen with guns, and you know the way that they uh make that more intense isn't by you know doing this uh, crazy choreography with the you know the, the gunplay. I mean, there is that too. But the real reason why it's so intense is because, you know, like they're making the characters move a lot faster than they, you know, that's humanly possible. They actually yeah. are. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. like they're Jet, Jet Li or his stunt double are like, like uh, rolling around the ground. They're using furniture to block things and block bullets. Um, and, you know, like there's... There's a funny moment where before Jet Li is shot, he pulls a guy back and the bullet is... Uh, he. he he uses somebody's ass to block a bullet. I don't know if you remember that moment. Uh, I vaguely remember that one. It's <laughs> it, it took me a while to get what was going on there because he pulls the guy's like legs back. Oh yeah, and then you see like you see like the butt cheek explode. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what part of the body just got hit? His sphincter just erupted into flame. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. So he disposes of a bunch of henchmen, and then in comes uh, Ben Lamb who, uh, I don't know, I don't even know how to introduce this guy. He's been in a bunch of movies, obviously. Uh, one of those <laughs> one of those people, I wouldn't say like he's the extremely good-looking guy, but like he is one of those uh, characters or actors that you you assume that because he's, you know, he, you know, he's a pretty good-looking dude, he, isn't, he wouldn't be a martial artist, right? But this guy has a history of, you know, uh, stunt work, uh, you know, doing... Um, and also doing his own, you know, uh, martial arts choreography. Uh, so, you know, like, he, he comes into fray, and we have our, I guess, our first, like, real f- fist fight between Jet Li yeah. and him. Uh, I mean, that there's, it's it's some fist fighting, but mostly using, like, elements in the room, props in the room. Yeah. They even use a body at one point. <laughs> Do you remember that? There's, a, there's this hilarious moment where, uh, what's his name, Ben Lam? Uh-huh. There's a body on the floor. He kicks it up, which is a dummy, obviously. So yep. it goes flying <laughs> oh, yeah. into Jet Li, and then Jet Li has to throw like the dead body off. Of it. <laughs> it's that, so that's strong. how strong Jet Li is. He could just hurl someone. <laughs> uh, we get we we get a little you know, fun moments on the floor. You know, uh, you know, Ben Lamb's like throwing a bunch of kicks. Uh, he throws this uh, spinning uh, spinning back kick, a double back kick towards uh jet Li and it, it kind of resembles something that's used in city hunter by by jackie um but not as well that was it not as possible but you know like there's like elements of that you know echoing from city hunter um i don't know like uh i'm, I'm trying to like point out other things that i, I noticed that were uh you know like it kind of resembling city hunter but uh, let's like, mm-hmm. see what else is there uh, well for me the one thing that kind of elevates this fight above just being a little mediocre for me personally is that at one point towards the end of the fight, Jet Li grabs the, the stage lights, the space lights. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very, very long pole with lights attached to it. And I believe there is still 
I guess, at least in the movie, there's still electricity running through it. Mm -hmm. So you get sparks coming out of the ends mm -hmm. of the pole. So anytime he hits uh, Ben with the with the pole, you get the spark. So it's it's kind of neat. Yep. I I I want to say because this is a Hong Kong film that maybe they really kept the electricity on <laughs> no. for the for the sparks. But you you mentioned that it was probably what like sparklers yeah, or uh, fireworks or something. Yeah, well, I, well, that's my assumption, but you know, I can't imagine it being real electricity. <laughs> well, my, my my take is because it's a you know it's a Hong Kong film where they you know they're just like, how can we make these sparks? Well, if you leave it plugged in, it'll spark. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, Ben Lam in the middle of the fight gets a hold of the um, this like sword like saber. That's saber. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it's a yeah a saber. You know, I, it could it relates to the plot, but you know, it doesn't that. That doesn't matter. Um, it's like a naval naval admiral saber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, very specific. Um, and you know, Jetly, he, he has the well. He he has he goes through like the low point of the fight where he's he's losing, and because you know now he's he's fighting a sword with a bunch of lights, but he actually uses the lights to blind the opponent, uh, which kind of doesn't make any sense because Ben Lam ha has shades on. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wow you're you're totally right <laughs> uh, I, I looked back on it just now i'm like why, why would that blind him uh, whatever uh and then that's when gently starts doing the beating uh you know. right right well he his 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 you know his pole gets get cut in two and then he kind of uses it as like double collie sticks mm -hmm. and just starts wailing on him right right until he's, he's until that's it he's just you know he's just kind of done after that yeah yeah Oh, one thing I should, I should mention, um, but, uh, it, it, this kind of relates to the way that Ben Lamb's character is killed off, uh, because he, he gets killed off in a semi-brutal, and not only does this movie rip off Die Hard, and I, I, you can call it a homage, but I call it a rip, it really is a Die Hard ripoff, um, it, this also, let's, let's, let's say it was inspired by, <laughs> sure, <laughs> <laughs> uh this movie also kind of kind of rips off um uh commando because the the kill is very much like how <laughs> how really I, I, I mean that i feel like that's kind of is it i don't know well, well how does he die <laughs> so basically what happens is he he wraps one end of the pole that has like all these wires like kind of attached to it and he kind of wraps it around his neck he throws the opposite or uh, not the opposite, the other end of the pole into like some circuit breaker, mm -hmm. yep. maybe. And because it's attached to wires, it electrocutes yep. him. Well, that's well. There's more to that. Right? And then yeah, and then he throws. Then he impales him with another <laughs> fucking pole, uh -huh. and that finally kills. It, it's overkill. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty much. Like he's dying already. Just just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, they could have let they could have let him, you know, get electrocuted to death. But no, Jet Li is the the good man so he puts him out of his misery does he by impaling him through the heart <laughs> is he a good man it seems like it seems a little brutal the only thing i expected him to do uh to to make it more like commando is if he said let off some steam ben lamb <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
But uh, yeah, but okay. The point I'm trying to make before I made that terrible <laughs> joke is that uh, uh, this is pretty violent. This whole movie is is uh, you know very oh, yeah, over the top yeah. in terms of the the violence. Well, the movie opens with Jet Li's son and wife getting exploded <laughs> on a bus. And even before that, we get an off-screen kill of a child probably getting shot in the face. Oh, by Ben Lam. So I guess he deserved it in the end. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, it takes a very dark tone. And then on top of that is, uh, is uh, you know, Jackie Chung being you know, like a, a womanizer. It's, it, it takes on a lot of dark tone, uh, dark themes to it. But in between that is a lot of like slapstick humor. So I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's some slapstick humor. There's your typical uh, romance uh, inserted subplot in there with some news report. I think it's a news reporter. Yep. I, don't, I don't remember. Right, right, right. Uh, played by uh, Ching, yeah, Ching Yao. Uh, I, I don't know. But I, she was like one of my, I, I barely remember her name, but she was like one of my first on-screen crushes when I was growing up as a kid. Uh, was it the re- was it the reporter oh, yeah. or was it the other woman? No, no, no the reporter character, uh, you know, the, okay. the actress. Uh, she was on a lot of TV right, right. shows. You know, like I was just like always noticing her. Obviously, this is how I'm like, talking about like her the now. cameraman noticed her cleavage yep. in the opening. Yep, yep. I don't know if you noticed. She was also in City Hunter. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, you pointed that out to yeah. me. I, I would have never. Known. Yeah, I got a little bit of the face blindness. You don't need the face blindness. You can just look at everything else. Uh, <laughs> um. So that that fight scene ends with Jet Li hurling out of the building, just like Die Hard. And then yeah. instead of the explosion happening while he's leaping out of the building, instead the explosion follows him. And what I mean by that is Jet Li jumps out of the building and conveniently there is a bunch of people holding a, a sheet out ready to catch him. So, you know, it's yeah. a trampoline. Um, so they catch him. But then... A grenade follows suit <laughs> after him, <laughs> and they all catch the grenade as well. And just like, why did they? Why would they do that? <laughs> well, there's just so many questions because, just to back up a little bit, uh, the the terrorists uh, are throwing out hostages oh, yeah. earlier in the movie. <laughs> and why weren't they catching them with the shit? Why suddenly Jet Li is the only one who can get saved? <laughs> mm, <I don't> <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> Uh, so I mentioned before uh, that the helicopter comes you know, careening into the building and crashes around. That shot goes on for like eternity. I love it. Yeah, it's it is you know it's like definitive Hong Kong action mayhem. It's it's a real. I I don't want to. I don't know if it's a real replica, but it it looks like a a pretty uh, a pretty good replica of a helicopter because you have those internal shots where where you can see the frame and everything like yeah. that. But it's just spinning wildly out of control. There's so many sparklers, <laughs> you know, rigged up to this the hull of this uh, helicopter as it's spinning around. It's basically like the blades are going all over the place. It, it like it chops a few bodies in half at one point. It uh, it like swipes through like pillars and people fall down from <laughs> from the staircase. Oh, it's it's great. It's yeah. It's what you oh, want it's overkill. In, uh, oh, of course. in an over-the-top I, I love Yeah, it. it's overkill. <laughs> yeah, it keeps going on, but it, but it, it's so it's kind of impressive. So I just kind of let it go. I let it slide. Um, well, that, that, the destruction of the room kind of sets up the, uh, the environment in which place, in which the final fight will be happening. Not with Jet Li. Jet Li is too busy uh, fulfilling the plot 
<laughs> or finishing the plot because now he he's right. got to save the damsel uh, they in distress. Gave, they, yeah, they gave him a love story, which I was, uh, I mean, sure, but he, why did they take away the last fight for him? He's the he's the star. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, uh, to finish off what you were saying earlier, it is to um, finish the character arc for the Jackie Chan surrogate character. Um, right. You know, because now he's, he's, I guess, a badass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so basically we get uh, we get Billy Chow uh, from... Fist of Legend. Fist of Legend rocking the, the best, one of the best mullets I've seen in a while. <laughs> so, so ugly looking. Just total party in the back. <laughs> Remember, it's well, our introduction to him much earlier in the film wasn't only that he had a mullet, it was that he was wearing nothing but a speedo. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, and he was uh. throwing these incredibly high kicks, and you could just see his taint in one of the silhouettes. <laughs> it's so, it's so disturbing. You're like, oh god! And you know that's, and we're talking. That's like the most disturbing part of the whole movie. Movie, uh, considering that this movie has a shot of a boy penis. Oh, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. You, you fucking reminded me. That is that. Oh, that seems so disturbing. You don't just cut to a boy's penis out of nowhere. It, uh, we should we should probably uh, give the listeners reference before we like start appearing on people's lists. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, right. There's a shot. There's a randomly. Well, like there's there's story. There's plot happening, and suddenly there's a hard cut to a boy's penis and that boy's penis is peeing and that, that, that you see everything it's it's really weird i don't know if it was real or not but yeah in the next shot you see it's it's a little boy peeing next to jung hong yao uh jackie chung's character and the whole joke is that like his penis is nowhere near as big as his penis or the little boy's penis is not as big as his penis that's the joke very off color by today's standards or in no, general yeah. <laughs> And then Billy Chow comes in and he shows off his dong, and then that becomes a joke as well. Right, right. Well, they don't they don't show his dong. Like they show like a fucking jet stream coming out <laughs> yeah. from from his you know from him urinating, implying mm-hmm. that he's got this very large penis, yeah. which which caps off a really 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 poor taste joke. <laughs> so we got uh, penises oh, like. Like children penises uh, and womanizing. Wong Jing has a very peculiar taste when it comes to a comedy. You know, I've I, I I've seen child's penises in other Chinese films before, so I'm, I oh, think it's. I'm glad you finished I, that sentence. Yes. So yes, yes. I I do not watch anything of those sorts. In other Hong Kong films, I've seen them yeah. show it on screen. So I think it's just, it's a cultural thing. Oh, yeah. It was always, and it was always used for comedy. Oh, of course. Let me, let me preface that. It was never like somebody just like, like eyes, on I, yeah, honing in, eyes glazing over <laughs> somebody's, some pervert salivating. No, it was always right. for comedy. Uh-huh. I think it's just like a cultural thing at the time. I think we realize now that, yes, don't do that. Do not show <laughs> children's genitalia on screen yeah uh well let's segue from that to the final fight because <laughs> you brought it up <laughs> i know i know i know i did it, it needs to be mentioned because anyone who's going to the movie you're gonna notice it uh now let's talk about the final you could have you could have warned me while you were watching this because i 
I screamed. You're like, ah, is that real? We're like, I think that is uh, a close-up shot. I've, like you said, it's 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 commonplace in Hong Kong movies, uh, especially for comedic purposes. Uh, but never like a close-up, like dead center. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, center frame. Yeah. Uh, mm, no, if no, you're gonna no, watch no. this movie, uh, don't let anyone know that this like yeah, that's why you know like that you, you saw this. But anyways, on to the final fight, the actual final fight uh, for greener pastures, so we can move on from this shit. Uh, this actually is not too bad, right? Uh, yeah. I like I like this final fight. It gets better mm-hmm. uh, once the weapons are involved mm-hmm. because um, he, he's he's just uh, Jackie Jackie Chung is just kind of underpowered compared to uh, mm-hmm. Billy Chow uh, physically too because Billy Chow is just so much taller than him and um, just so much more powerful. They show that off in the beginning of the fight where uh, Billy Chow sh- throws one of the characters into the side of a piano uh, and then Jackie Chung's father tries to double kick him which is completely <laughs> ineffective because Billy Chad doesn't even move and his father just falls right. flat on the ground right, right. and then he picks him up and he just starts pummeling him uh eliciting you know the anger and the hero to come out from Jackie Chung at that point like no don't beat my father don't do that and then you know he rises yeah to well he basically is the incredible Hulk here <laughs> right um <laughs> so watching this uh the, again with you uh, initially I I, I I was very impressed because I, I thought it was Jackie Chung doing major, like all the stunt work uh, because uh, the camera actually focuses on the the, the choreography in, in these wides where you can actually see the performer's face. But watching it again and kind of slowing it down, I can see that it is a stunt double. It isn't him doing a lot of the more uh, intense, advanced choreography. But I got to say, whoever they got for the stunt double is very convincing. <laughs> It, it kind of really, it, it kind of looks like him. Um, yeah, I mean, he, this this stunt double looks like him. I mean, that's hence the term stunt right, double. Right. Like, well, face wise, fa- facial um, features wise, you know, that, that's. Oh, so I, I wasn't really noticing uh, noticing that too much because anytime they inserted the stunt double, it's over. It's always an over the shoulder, so you barely get a chance to even look at the yeah. face, or or the, when the face is very. Um, very cleverly obscured mm. by blur or just by something on screen. So you just, you can't see it and it's, right, and it's good. Right. Uh, I, sometimes you would, you do see a, a small, like 45 degree angle of, uh, of, um, of the character. So I, I, like you can clearly see some face, you know, in those shots. And I think it was convincing enough. So, you know, it, it fooled me. You know, it really, it's like upon closer inspection, you know, like I, I noticed it wasn't him, but, uh, whatever shots that we do ha- have of him doing the choreography, like I thought, it's, you know, uh, of the actual actor doing it, I thought it was like it's convincing. Uh, it, it was impressive enough. They're- yeah, they they always get him for the when the camera is then facing him. They always get him in these nice uh, short snippets of him kind of doing like the ending of yep. a move, like a kick or a punch. And um, yeah, I would I don't know him from doing martial arts films too much. I've seen him in like a few yep. dramas or some comedies where he's you know he's kind of the silly wacky character. So I was kind of surprised that he was doing some moves, not all of them, right. obviously. But so I was happy that he was able to do right. something. Well, Joe Hong Yao, this actor, he's very famous in Hong Kong. He's, uh, he has a very prolific career in, in acting and singing. 
Um, and you know, it, yeah, but every once in a while, he'll, he'll do like a very wacky uh, role like this one where he's just playing a, like a goofball. Uh, like this movie specifically like comes to mind when I think about it. Um, so that moment that I want to talk about that I feel like is a complete dig at City Hunter or Jackie on City Hunter is the chair gag. Because, like you were saying before, we're oh okay. Yeah, we're right. we're talking about um, we were talking about uh, bu- 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 uh, how you know like this character is like now winning the fight uh, initially against Billy Chow, uh, but then when he fa- there's a chair that gets introduced into the the fray, and he jumps over the chair, uh, you know, kind of effortlessly, and you see that same shot in City Hunter, and I'm there are a lot of complications that came from that um uh from, from that that stunt and i i'm pretty sure because this movie has a similar gag or similar stunt work as that it must be some sort of dig at jackie for for that or like a, a, an example of it <laughs> right right i mean in you know in the city hunter jackie chan looks cool doing these effortless effortless moves he jumps over a chair it comes back around and he sits back mm-hmm. down you know yeah cool looks makes him look very cool in this moment in high risk he he jumps over the chair and he kind of he sits down on it you know he does the cool pose but then he kind of jumps up and he lands on it again and you know he crushes his nuts <laughs> on the edge of it yeah. you know they're 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 trying to make him look bad yeah. so it, it i i didn't even really think about that because we watched this before city mm-hmm. hunter but now that you mention it uh it you know could possibly be a dig at jackie yeah yeah. Uh, based on uh, the backstory of uh, both right. movies. Well, they're trying to redeem the character, but I'm sure the director w- couldn't get couldn't get away with uh, not letting having one last dig at him. <laughs> it's like well, I need <laughs> I need to you know finish this off with, by you know still attacking you know the, the character as much as possible. Uh, so after the the gag happens and now he's he's hurt, you know, like now he starts losing the fight again, and Billy Chow is like throwing him across the room, kicking him you know left and right. Uh, and when he does a, a flying double kick towards uh, towards Jackie, this movie's Jackie, uh, uh, he immediately turns into a stunt double and he gets completely padded up. He looks like <laughs> twice the thickness that he was originally. That's uh, uh, fine. You know, it's I know, fine. I know. It's completely fine. But it's just some things you notice when you freeze frame right, it right. and slow it down. So there's another there's another uh, city hunter parallel in this. Oh yeah. So once the fight kind of goes to part two in high risk, yep. this last fight, uh, Billy Chow gets the yellow nunchucks mm-hmm. and he starts wailing on uh, Jackie Chung's character mm-hmm. and who is blocking with his uh, forearms. Mm. And then we get the sight gag of his forearms are kind of uh, puffed up, mm-hmm. you know, from bruises and whatnot. Uh, uh, Jackie Chan does that in City Hunter as well, where he's I forget what he's kind of blocking, but they do the, you know, Jackie Chan does his typical gag where he takes a lot of the hits, you think he's fine, and then he shows you like, oh, okay, that really, really hurt. And he starts like rubbing himself down because he's he was in pain. Right, right. Yeah. I, I, uh, well, I want to talk about that like more in detail when we actually talk about City Hunter. Um, but like after, you know, like, well, Billy Chow like freaking takes out the nunchuck out of nowhere. Uh, that he says that he bought from Jackie's uh, <laughs> gift store <laughs> for for a ten percent discount. <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah, that was hilarious. I, I, I like that. Um, but then uh, Jackie, you know, he's he, he obviously losing this fight. 
Uh, he suddenly regains the upper hand by doing you know, his like breakdancing windmill moves. And he grab by grabbing um, these uh, like velvet ropes as like some sort of like, long chain um, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. weapon. Uh, but he somehow gets his hand on another pair of nunchucks. No, no. So he he takes his nunchucks back pretty much. Oh yeah. Okay. I I think I missed yeah. that detail. So it's a little yeah. So it's a little confusing. So he has the velvet rope, mm-hmm. which has like a uh, like a long like a metal pole attached to it. Right. But what ends up happening is he ends up using both his nunchucks. Technically, it doesn't work. I think they change it as the fight progresses into right. the velvet rope just turning into nunchucks. Yeah. Um, but originally, it didn't start out like that because, yeah, he gets the nunchucks away from Billy Chow and then he, he starts using both of them against him and that's where the fight uh, turns in his favor. Right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, there, there's moments where you can actually see it's really him doing it. Um, you know, there's like one sequence where he kicks Billy Chow in the face. Uh, that you know, that it's clearly him doing it. Um, and I don't know. Like, I don't know if that, this is me making a stretch, but there's a another moment where he jumps up and he does a flying roundhouse kick, and that kind of resembles something that you see in the theater scene from City Hunter. But again, that just might be me <laughs> going, you know, going, uh, uh, you know, going for a reach. Uh, that might just be this movie mm-hmm. on its own. There's um, there's a great uh, there's a great dodge moment that mm-hmm. uh, Jackie Chung's character does. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a like a banister on fire, mm-hmm. and uh, Billy Chow kicks it towards Jackie Chung's character, mm-hmm. and obviously the stunt double the stub the stunt double <laughs> does a backwards bend to dodge under oh, this flaming. Uh, yeah, banister yeah. it's it's done in you know a few takes a few different shots but it the way they edit it it's so quick it looks really nice right you know there's like a, a intercut between all this there's like moments of comedy but you can clearly tell it's it's not jackie's brand of comedy right because you know, jackie obviously interrupts a lot of his fighting in all of his movies with with you know the comedic moments in them as well but here it, it, it just something about it seems a little bit more um uh, there's like the comedic timing is a little different uh, you know, because there's before he's about to get hit by the banister, which is a cool moment right before that he, he uh, Billy Chow pushes the character against like a, a, another burning uh, railing. And, you know, you see him, you know, see the character uh, just like writhing in pain. He's like, you know, he's, he's mugging for the camera, but there's something about that doesn't, doesn't feel very Jackie-ish. You right. know, it feels well, like an emulation of it. Yeah. Stuff. Well, I guess what we should mention too is, uh, Jackie Chung's character is dressed up in the Bruce Lee yellow jumpsuit, mm-hmm. and so he is pantomiming the Bruce Lee sounds this yeah. whole fight, which is so dis- <laughs> it's so it's it's distracting. It's not distracting to the point where I hated it, but it's just ah, like I I I, I get it. You know, he's a very iconic figure to mm-hmm. Chinese people, but like yeah, I just I, we don't need to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wonder. I wonder if it was intentional to make him resemble bruce lee in certain ways uh as it did get jackie because jackie hates that shit he hates being compared to bruce lee uh because he's fucking made like a career like a 40-year career and like even to this day he's like he's asked hey who would win a fight you are you are bruce lee and he's like can you stop asking me that fucking question (laughs) Uh, i'm pretty sure that's a dig at him too um you know like making him seem like bruce lee uh, in this movie too, but he has, he adapts a lot of the characteristics off of like the negative parts of Jackie, this character, I mean. But also, he looks and resembles Bruce Lee as well, so I'm pretty sure that's also intentional. It's trying like you can clearly tell that this character is trying to get under the skin of Jackie Chan. <laughs> 
Um, and well, okay, the way that this movie ends, oh, the, sorry, this this fight ends is uh like with trying to run away, and you know like now Jackie's not letting him off scot free, so he takes him down with a flying. It's like a wrestling move. It's like a flying uh, elbow, elbow, yeah, flying elbow to the neck. And I thought there, I think you said it. it you thought there'd be like a Die Hard moment because while we're ripping off Die Hard, might as well go full Die Hard. Right, where, right. Where, where the the villain isn't really dead. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, at the end, he, he shows up, and then there'd be some final kill uh, by one of the key characters. But I guess they just felt like ending it that way. <laughs> yeah. So just just to rewind a little bit, so before he does the flying elbow to kind of choke him out, uh, Jackie Chung uh, goes into a neck lock by locking his legs around uh, Billy Chow, mm-hmm. who. He would have to jump really high because Billy Chow's really tall. <laughs> yeah. But he goes into that, you know, that neck lock with his legs. He, you know, twists his torso, flipping both of them over the banister. And Billy Chow's character falls down. And then Jackie Chung's stuntman catches himself oh, before yeah. going over. But you get the nice wide of, mm-hmm. of it happening. And it's, uh, it's really impressive, that stunt. It's really, yeah. really small. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I like that a lot too. Um, it shows a little bit of like aerial grappling. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, then, it, it, that's one of those things where if the stuntman didn't catch himself, he would have just fallen over right. the, the 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 railing as well. So, well, this movie's not afraid to use wires. I don't, I, I don't know if you caught on to that. Like, there, there's there's yeah, but it's yeah. very minor. It, it's it's mm-hmm. not it's not glaringly obvious. There's yeah, I only noticed maybe one moment in uh, the Jet Li fight where uh, Ben Lamb does this really weird kick where he's just suspended in the air just a little too long just a little bit like if it cut a little earlier i would have never noticed it but it's just Mm -hmm. one of those things where like oh wait he's still in the air (laughs) (laughs) yeah um you know it's it's weird that uh i i guess we can kind of wrap up this movie so we can finally talk about city hunter um it's weird that like there's a dig at jackie uh for his usage of stunt doubles when Jet Li, like, he's never said that he's, you know, he's afraid to use stunt doubles, you know, because, like, I mean, Jet Li's as much of a martial artist as Jackie yeah. is, but, like, he's never claimed that he uses stunt doubles. Right. Like, he that doesn't refrain from stunt doubles. Well, and in this movie, he does use them. The thing, the thing with Jackie Chan is he, he's kind of made it his, his MO. I don't use mm-hmm. stunt doubles, no, no wires, you know, that's all him on film, so... You know, Jet Li never said, oh, yeah, me too. I, I don't use stunt. You know, he never said that. So yeah. we're not, ex- you know, we're not expecting it as as, uh, the, as the audience. Right. So it, it's um, I, I know that as, a, you know, as a long term uh, martial arts movie fan, but putting myself in the shoes in the like the mid 90s, if you were to go into this movie knowing that, you know, it, this is an attack on Jackie and knowing that this is basically like the high point of the rivalry between Jackie and Jet Li, uh, similar to like what, like you said uh, when we watched this, that it was like similar to Sylvester Stallone versus um, Arnold, you know, like in the mid in mid eighties when they were like competing, you know, they're basically like rivals at that point. Uh, it almost like paints this picture that like Jet Li is better than Jackie because he took on this role and you know like uh, basically like the movie kind of spells it out for you that Jet Li is like superior in every way. Um, it almost makes it seem like you know Jet Li Jet Li's better and he does his own stunts. Meanwhile, the actual actor needs his stunt double. 
I don't know. I, 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 I'm reading into this too much. I don't know if you, you, you follow me. Yeah, I don't think I'm reading into it <laughs> that much. Uh, well, isn't, I, there, isn't there something to say, though? You mentioned with uh, Jet Li taking on this, on this role. He had, to, he had to later apologize for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I do want to actually talk about City Hunter, but m- much later than... Um, city hunter and in 2008 there was a movie that came out some of you might have heard of it it was called forbidden kingdom <laughs> and, uh, it featured jet Li and jackie chan for the first and time for the first time ever yeah surprisingly this was that was like 13 years after city uh after uh high risk <clears throat> but that movie was supposed to come out much earlier than that and the reason why it was halted was because there was some beef now because of this movie, uh, because uh, you know Jet Li starred in a movie that Jackie Chan took personal offense to. So there was something, something that you know uh, halted the production of that. So Jet Li had to publicly apologize for making this movie. I I, uh, I mentioned this to you when you first told me that. I find that so odd because, mm-hmm. uh, and and maybe I don't know the behind the story behind the you know behind the scenes story of it, but I would think that. Jet Li wasn't like, I get to be in a movie that, you know, makes Jackie Chan look bad? Oh, sign me up. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I would give the actor for- actor the benefit of the doubt that, oh, hey, like, there's this role. Let me look at the script. Oh, yeah, sure. It's like a diehard ripoff. Okay, sure. And then he and then he's going into it and he's like, wait, there's a, <laughs> I'm making, you know, you're making digs at Jackie Chan in this? What? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt too, but, you know, uh, he did star in it. He did agree to it, so I wouldn't put it past. I, I wouldn't put it past Jackie, and I wouldn't blame him for taking offense to it. Um, but you know, I'm sure that apologizing was all that was necessary, or I think it was necessary. You know, like, like, because I would, I would take offense to it. It's you know, this movie is the movie was made in spite of Jackie Chan. <laughs> you know, like, and you participated in it. I, I get it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's not like Jet Li wrote this. <laughs> I was I had to check the IMDb just now. Like, wait, did he write this? Make let me make sure he didn't write this movie. <laughs> right, right. That's true. That is very, very true. Yeah, he's, well, I, uh, I want to say he probably just took on a role. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe he was aware. Maybe he had something to do with it. I don't know. I I, I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, well, in the end, we got Forbidden Kingdom. <laughs> So, uh, for better or for worse, mm, we got Forbidden Kingdom. Uh, We're going to cover that one uh, day, right? Are we, will we eventually <laughs> run out of stuff to cover that we will have to cover Forbidden Kingdom? Uh, let's just make a really quick review of it. Uh, don't watch it. <laughs> there you go. Don't uh, watch oh, it. okay. Uh, oh, doesn't Jet Li piss on Jackie Chan in that movie? What? I don't remember that. You don't remember Does that? He? There's a scene where somebody no? pisses on somebody. No. It's either Jet Li pisses on Jackie or Jet Li or Jackie pisses on Jet Li. Is there a little boy penis? No, in that there movie is too? not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Oh man, for for karma's sake, I hope it's Jack, Jackie Chan's character pissing on Jet Li, and that's him like getting back at him for making high risk. <laughs> oh God. Uh, <laughs> well, that is high risk. What do you think of it? Because um, obviously, like. This is not our versus episode. We, we're not reviewing one and then comparing it to the other. We're, we're actually do, we're pretty much doing two movies together. I didn't think we'd talk about high risk for as long as we did. Right. 
Um, uh, I, I'm, I was way more interested in the backstory. Yeah, yeah. I mean, l- like you mentioned, now that now that you filled me in, like on all that information involving uh, uh, Wang Jing's kind of resentment or whatever pettiness towards Jackie Chan, it it kind of it kind of makes the movie a little more interesting. Uh, and you were kind of filling me in on information while we were watching it as well. So you know, it was, it was fun. Um, I'm not the biggest Die Hard fan, so seeing really? yeah, and everybody loves Die Hard. Oh, my heart hurts. <laughs> I <right now. laughs> so I like Die Hard as a film. It's great. You know, I would I would not take it take that away from it, but I I don't go Gaga over it like uh, Jake oh, okay. Peralta does. <laughs> uh, I, it's a good movie, but I I don't need to rewatch it. I I saw it once. I was great, good. You know that that's all. I, that's okay. all I need. <laughs> All right, all right. So, well, okay. As, so, as as somebody who who not, what isn't really a, a diehard fanatic, when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, that's cute." You know, it's it's you know, it's it's parodying, ripping off, homaging, whatever that movie. Mm-hmm. But because I'm not the biggest fan of that movie, I guess maybe I wasn't really the biggest fan of this. But uh, I I enjoyed it when we were watching it. Uh, I like a lot of the older Hong Kong action tropes, the practical effects, the kind of over the top kind of silliness of it. I like. I like Wang Jing as a director. I wish he dropped the comedy aspect of his style, though, because <clears throat> he's he's mainly mm, an action okay. comedy guy. I think he does action very competently. I am not the biggest fan of his comedy stuff, though. Yeah, very too slapsticky. Um, yeah, a little a little too slapsticky. In this one, it wasn't so bad. Uh, City Hunters is oh my god, it's it's it's, it's too much. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait. Can't, can't yeah. wait uh, to but, talk um, about that. I, I, um, I think this is worth a watch though. Um, yeah, it, it's fun. I, I did, I did like the last fight, but I don't think you really need to see it. It doesn't really bring anything <laughs> new to the table. It's just, it, it works. It works uh, in the realm of this story. You know, you just, you have this mm. kind of pathetic guy and he, he rises to the occasion and you know, they make him look good. So so yeah, I, I think you could watch. I think you could watch High Risk, but uh, you don't need to separate the fights and watch it by itself. Oh yeah, gotcha. Uh, all right, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very curious to hear what you had to say about it because I was, I have just nostalgia blindness for this movie because you know again, one of the first movies I've ever seen. Period. <laughs> so uh, and I saw it so many times and I remember liking it as a kid, uh, but you know it's been a while and watching it again, it, it holds up in certain aspects, but I can clearly tell. You know, it's it's not a masterpiece. It's 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 action schlock. Uh, it, it's it's your run of the mill uh, Wang Jing action movie. It's um, you know it, I wouldn't say you know it's something to write home about, but it's it's entertaining. Uh, I'll say, and it's definitely worth your while. Um, just just skip the that three seconds of uh, <laughs> uh, where just, you, you know which, which three seconds I'm talking about, um, and yeah, you'll have a pretty solid action movie. Um, but as a martial arts movie, I agree with you 100%. It's not really known for the action, uh, martial arts, uh, even though you you would be uh, you, you wouldn't be uh, blamed for thinking it is because it has Jet Li and it's supposed to be a Jackie Chan rip off uh, well parody movie. So you think there'd be martial arts in this, um, but it's not really. It's more like it's more gunplay mm-hmm. movie. So you know, in terms of martial arts aspect, uh, maybe just give it a pass. But as an action movie, I, I still recommend it. Centennial Empire 2. 